It's a Thursday morning. Oh, we're so close to the end of one year and the start of a new year. And uh, it's going to be cold as we start the new year, too. Saturday, New Year's Day, 4. Sunday, 5. We'll tell you more about the weather as we go along. But I want to greet you as a loser again this morning. I bought, and so are you, in case you didn't know it. If you bought a Powerball ticket, you're a loser, too. Didn't happen. So I think it goes to... uh, Oh, I don't know, 400 and some million dollars. I didn't follow that. But uh, anyway, I got a Powerball ticket that will now be a good bookmark and maybe not even get that far. Good morning on a Thursday morning. It's chart time here at Wax at the Shank of the Day. Bob and Jill with you. You ever buy Powerball tickets? I do not. I've sold quite a few and I always wish people luck. Yeah, I've never, I've, I haven't bought one in I don't know how many years, but I was in the store and uh, gas station, whatever you want to call them nowadays. But uh, I saw the sign there, 300 and I don't know, 53. I said, give me a couple of Powerball numbers. And I thought, ah, this might be it. No, nah, it wasn't. <laughs> so I threw $4 away. But, uh, again, they'll draw another one on Saturday night. So, again, if you want to try your luck, do it. I don't know what the numbers were. I just know I didn't have them. I think the Powerball was 11, but I don't know about the rest of it. Well, we got uh, lots to get to. We'll take a look at uh, some of the stories that were getting a lot of attention during the year, as we uh, in agriculture, that is, as we go forward. And uh, you found out something interesting. I saw the same thing in the news as far as Christmas gifts. Yeah, I saw last night that if you want don't want your Christmas gift, you can return it, but they don't want to take it back. They just give you your money. Yeah, but for, you still keep it. Yeah, so. and I mean it depends on what. It, not everything, of course, but some people are doing. It. I saw one gal bought an album or a CD or something, and she didn't want it and took it back. Said, "Ah, keep it. Here's your money back." <laughs> Gave her like eleven dollars, and she walked out with a basically a free CD. Now, if you got a sixty-inch TV to hang on the wall, I don't think they're going to give you your money back for that. But uh, again. That's how much it costs to restock those things, I guess. So it's a crazy world out there, that's for sure. Well, let's take a look at our weather forecast this morning, and it's going to get cold, as it always does for New Year's. Today, not bad. It'll be a cloudy day and about 24 for the high. Tomorrow, Christmas, Christmas, New Year's Eve, it will be 19 and cloudy, but then New Year's Day, just 4, Sunday, Five. Then back to Monday, it'll be 27 again. So it's almost like a magnet. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. It's just a magnet for cold weather. But it is close. A few places have some light flurries this morning. Wausau reporting a little light snow. Down in La Crosse, a little light snow. And uh, flurries further to the south in the state as well. We're 8 degrees right now, but the wind chill factor, we're a little bit below zero. Get ready for the new year with affordable health insurance. If you're unemployed, not offered coverage at your job, self-employed, or even looking to retire early, don't miss out on the January 15th deadline to enroll. Hello, this is Trish. You deserve to be healthy, and with the new low prices at healthcare.gov, quality health insurance is in your reach. Get affordable coverage with low co-pays and deductibles for you and your family. This covers routine checkups, pharmacy, mental health, and much more. Did you know that most people get financial help no matter what they earn? And four out of five people can now find a plan for $10 or less thanks to COVID relief funds. It's easier than ever to sign up. There are nonprofits in your community that can explain the plans, find you the best deals, and help you apply. They take the stress out of the process, and the assistance is free. Your health matters. Get insured by January 15th. 
Call the 211 helpline or visit wiscovered.com to find free expert help near you. Paid for by Covering Wisconsin. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, we are at 8 degrees and we'll get to about 24 today as we uh, got chores to do this morning. First of all, Sammy Kershaw is going to join us here on Wax. I always like this song. I always like Sammy Kershaw, too. Hope you do, too. On a Thursday morning, here at Wax. We go out to a party somewhere The moment we walk in the door People stop and everybody stares She don't know what they're staring for She don't know she's beautiful Thursday morning at Wax, 8 degrees, 24 and cloudy today. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. How about some news in the morning? NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Prepare for a tsunami of COVID cases to start the new year. That warning from the World Health Organization citing two threats. The director points out while the new Omicron variant is raging at lightning speed, the Delta variant continues to spread and still seems more dangerous. A woman who accused Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein of sexual abuse is speaking out. Grateful because we were told constantly, you know, these people will never go to jail. They, they're too powerful. They're too rich. Virginia Jufre took to Twitter after a jury found Maxwell guilty Wednesday on five of six counts to say her soul has yearned for justice for years. She added her heart goes out to the many other girls and young women who suffered at Maxwell's hand. 
and first-time claims for unemployment benefits are due today. Analysts expect to see 210,000 people filed last week, 5,000 more than the week before. The report will be out at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Selecting the right alfalfa variety is more commitment than choice. I'm Shannon Latham, and because alfalfa has a long-term impact on your bottom line, Latham alfalfa products are uniquely built for greater yield potential, pest resistance, and unmatched forage quality. All to give growers options that thrive in local growing conditions, whether you produce cash hay or feed on farm. Commit to success in your alfalfa fields. Talk to your local Latham sales rep, see us at LathamSeeds.com, or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Eau Claire's own Dan the Moving Man knows that home and office relocation doesn't stop for winter months. In fact, it's even more helpful to book Dan the Moving Man now. That's because Dan the Moving Man has special discounted rates for winter on top of their already competitive rates. Doesn't matter whether you're moving across town or across the state. Dan the Moving Man gets your belongings there safely, on time and on budget. Winter discounted rates are just a few clicks away at danthemovingman.com. They like to move it, move it. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, a quick check of our weather. Not bad today, 24, but it's not New Year's yet. New Year's is when we get cold. Tomorrow on New Year's Eve, it'll start that way. 19 for the high and cloudy. Then New Year's Day, 4 above and cloudy. Sunday, 5 above and partly sunny. Then on Monday, warms back up. We'll get about mid to upper 20s. And a partly sunny day as well. A little snowfall in some places. Wausau's 11 with a little light snow. La Crosse also 11 with a little light snow. Other places, Rice Lake at 7, Medford at 8, Marshfield at 9, Green Bay 13, Madison 16, Milwaukee at 24. And again, there are scattered flurries, mainly uh, off to the south. But again, it's going to be mostly cloudy day today in 24 here in Eau Claire. It is 8 degrees right now as we take a look at some numbers. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. This is Scott Pisak, owner of Colfax Chevrolet. Get ready for winter with our service department. We sell tires for only $5 over cost. Or visit our sales department to see over 50 previously owned vehicles, including all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive options with used car leasing available on select vehicles. Visit both our lots in downtown Colfax. And for a buying experience completely online, visit colfaxchev.com. It's always a fantastic day at Colfax Chevrolet. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're five minutes after five o'clock here at Wax. Markets brought to you again by Rural Mutual Insurance. And let's start out with the cash livestock, Jill. Choice fed beef steers are 131 to 142 with mixed at 120 to 131. Choice fed beef heifers are 131 to 144 and a half with mixed at 70 to 131. Choice fed Holstein steers are 111 to 121 with select at 72 to 110. 
Cows are 42 to 55 with a top of 55 to 83 and a half. Bulls are 40 to 96. Butcher hogs are 31 to 57. Sows are 51 to 54. Boars are 14 to 20. New crop fed lambs are 225 to 227 and a half. Old crop fed lambs are 215 and down. Feeder lambs are 220 And take a look at uh, what's going on in the livestock futures. February, well, in fact, across the board, they were higher at the close yesterday. And again, the trade will be open tomorrow on New Year's Eve day. They will not close early. They'll have the market. It'll be a regular week of trading. So again, last week we closed on Thursday, not this week. They'll stay open. February live cattle closed one forty seventy two. That's up a dollar thirty two. April at one forty five thirty two, up a dollar thirty seven. June cattle one thirty nine fifty two. That was up a dollar twenty. Feeder cattle for January one sixty five eighty seven, up two thirty two. March up two eighty two at one sixty eight oh five. April feeder cattle closed one seventy one oh five, up two fifty two. The May contract finished at 172.95. That's up 205 in August at 181.32, up a dollar 37. Hog prices were also higher. The February contract closed at 83.82. That was up a dollar 20. April at 86.45. That was up 90 cents. May hogs at 92.90, up 72. June 99.05. That was up 42. And Jill, what about the grain and dairy? The markets were a little lower overnight because the traders are nervous because they feel it's been over, the markets are overbought. So our March markets for corn are 603, down 2. Oats, 687, down 8. Soybeans, 1355, down 13. March soybean meal is 40450, down 370 a ton. And wheat is up 2 at 790. With our uh, dairy markets, barrels are at 169, up five and three quarters. Blocks are up two at 195. Butter is up three and a quarter at 243 and a quarter. And our class three milk prices, December 1842, up one. January 2001, up six. February 2045, up 15. March 2045, up 14. With April up 17 at 2021, with mixed prices through next fall. And that's an early morning look at the markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Eight and a half minutes after five, we've got eight degrees on our way to 24 and a cloudy day today. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. J.J. Scrubbin Pub, formerly behind bars at the corner of ONG Greenwood, would like to welcome everyone 
everyone to ring in the new year on Friday, December 31st for their New Year's Eve bash. Live music by the Blue Moon Band from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. along with prizes and the traditional champagne toast at midnight. JJ's Grub and Pub would like to wish everyone a happy and healthy new year. Come on out Friday, December 31st and celebrate 2022. JJ's Grub and Pub on the corner of O&G. Just a burnout west of Greenwood. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again this morning, it's time for our Alcivia Cooperative Talk program. And we talk about energy this morning. And we do that with the man in charge of the energy program. That's Stuart Anhalt. And Stuart is in charge of energy as the energy sales manager looking ahead to 2022. But first of all, Stuart, what about the current energy situation? Is it calming down or is it still in a state of flux yes bob it it uh, is been kind of a roller coaster ride with the energy markets um one of the key drivers and we've all been hearing plenty of this for quite some time now is how COVID is affecting the energy markets not only here in the u.s but worldwide basically if if the COVID outbreaks are, are ramping up and that's um making some of the uh, nations um, a little nervous and so they start considering um you know, closures and uh, which drives economic activity down. Well, that, that that tends to have a downward pressure on pricing. But on the flip side, if uh, say an outbreak looks like it may not be as serious as they thought, or maybe it isn't quite as contagious, and then that then the market feels a little better about it, and then then starts to drive pricing up. So it it has definitely been kind of a roller coaster ride. And then the other. Um, element that does drive the markets is what OPEC is doing. Um, if they're um, reducing supply, that's driving prices up. If they're if they're opening the spigot a little bit more, then that'll have a tendency to, to drive the market down. But uh, but it really is all about um, what is a, a good number for our egg and our construction customers that are looking to, to lock in fuel for, for the coming year. So Talk about that, Stuart, as far as locking in for the coming year. And we're not just talking farmers. We're talking, as you alluded to, construction workers, over-the-road trucking companies, things like that. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we do here at Alcivia is provide, uh, we feel, is a really strong risk management tool for our customers with regard to uh, fuel contracting, locking in their price of diesel or gasoline for the upcoming season. And we can do that in a, in a quarterly basis for spring, summer, and fall, or we can also offer a nine-month contract um, to cover spring through fall, or you know, we can basically customize it, whatever, whatever makes the most sense for their business. And it's all about um, managing the risk, right? Um, nobody has that crystal ball, and nobody knows what the markets are going to do. But if, if our customer knows at what price level makes sense for them to layer some fuel in, then we can go ahead and do that. Um, maybe it's 25% of their anticipated needs, and then we can continue to watch the market and, and layer more in later. And if we establish some target prices on the downside and on the upside, that allows our customers to stay focused on what they do best, if that's farming or if that's hauling freight down the road, we can watch the markets form and, and keep their target prices in mind and, and then give them a call if we hit a target and then have a conversation. Obviously, our pricing will fluctuate with, with the market. Um, if, it's been, if it's fairly steady, the prices won't fluctuate too, too strongly, but if we're in a strong uptrend or, or downtrend, our pricing at that point in time will change. And, and so back to that concept of establishing some target prices, the customer says, uh, you know, they want 
$2.25 fuel, um, we'll, we'll put that in as a target, and as, if the market gets down there, we'll, we'll give them a call when it gets there. Um, but it can change on a daily basis, um, but it's all about managing their fuel input costs by establishing some targets and then layering in some, some fuel when, when it gets to a level, a price level that they feel comfortable with. So don't be afraid to ask for help and your energy needs. Alcivia Cooperative is there to help you lock in these prices. Stuart Anholt is the energy sales manager. Stuart, uh, again, as we get into the new year, I would imagine we want to get contracting right away. Yeah, it's been a little bit busier lately. Usually, historically, the winter season is a good time to lock in diesel and gasoline for the upcoming year. We're starting to have interest. Prices are up now compared to where they were last year, so that's getting folks to reconsider where those target prices should be. But it all comes back to if they can make, if it makes sense for their business to lock in um, at two dollars and seventy cents a gallon or whatever the ha- price happens to be um if that makes sense for them layer some in then then they are they're going ahead and doing that and keep in mind bob we at Alcivia can actually you know, we're talking about 2022 pricing but we can actually go out to 2023 and 2024 which has been a real benefit for our customers especially if we you know hit a downturn in the market where we kind of hit a bottom where the pricing looks good historically customers like to layer some in at least some you know say 25 percent of what they're going to use in 2023 or, or 2024 so we feel uh, it's a real strong risk management tool that we're uh, we're very happy to bring um as a value to our our customers at alcivia and again that's Stuart on hold or Anholt, rather and uh, Stuart is the energy sales manager with alcivia cooperative on our Alcivia Co-op Talk program, again, you got energy concerns, talk to the folks at the co-op there at Alcivia, and they'll help you lock things in. Quarter after five on a Thursday morning at Wax, we've got some farm news we're going to take a look at. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Dummer's Grain Service of Holman and Buck Country of Arcadia. Cash price corn is five thirty-eight, with soybeans at twelve fifty-eight. In twenty twenty, let's roll into some farm news. As we get ready to say goodbye to twenty twenty-one, we think back to what were some of the major stories in agriculture this year: the COVID nineteen pandemic and the problems it caused in places like meat packing plants was certainly at the top of the list. Meat packers were also in the news for the consolidation in the industry and the shutting down of plants for a time this year because of no of COVID-19, which meant a lot of animals couldn't be processed and had to be disposed of in other ways. The backup at, backups at our ports for both exports and imports caused major disruptions in the supply chain, chain as that situation is now being dealt with and improving. The cropping season in our area was good, But not far away in Minnesota, the Dakotas, and the West, drought caused major problems. 
as as we get to the end of the year and are making plans for next year's growing season, some of the highest fertilizer prices ever are causing farmers to rethink their 2022 crop rotations. Another job farmers are doing this winter will be filling out government forms. The National Agricultural Statistics Service is mailing out the National Agricultural Classification Survey to over 1 million farmers this month. This survey helps to determine who will get the 2022 Census of Agriculture. They want to find out the type of operation and other basic farm information. By law, farmers get, that get that survey must fill it out and return it by January 24th. Another survey for farmers to fill out this winter will deal with their cattle inventory. The National Agricultural Statistics Service is contacting about 41,000 farmers with cattle nationwide in January. They are collecting beef and dairy numbers, calf crop death loss, and cattle on feed figures. This, this information will help packers plan for the number of animals coming to them for processing. Beef supplies for potential export will also be surveyed. So, again, you can fill them out online or fill them out the old-fashioned way with a pencil or a pen. But if you do get it, and again, by law, you have to fill it out. And if you just throw it away, they'll come, <laughs> they'll come and sit at your kitchen table and help you fill it out. So, again, if you get it, just uh, have mom, give it to mom and say, here, fill this out, because <laughs> she does most of it anyway. So, again, it's uh, something that uh, if you get, you have to fill it out, and it has to be sent back in. It's, uh, you know, how they can get information for the farm bill. If we don't get any information from Wisconsin, well, then where are we left? We're left holding the dirty end of the bag. So, again, fill it out, get that information in. It's not used, it uses a gross number. It's not individual. They don't individualize that stuff and, uh, you know, put it on the web or anything like that. It's just information that they need the gross numbers. They need to know for uh, writing the farm bill. And believe me, they need help writing that farm bill. All right, Jill, thank you. That's a look at our farm news this morning, brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country. We've got uh, more coming up. We're going to talk this morning about uh, consumer trends. What the consumers are looking for when they buy groceries. We'll hear what that's all about next on Wax. If you're looking for a better feeding solution for your dairy, beef, and other livestock, then you want to talk to Star Blends, a Wisconsin company that's been helping Midwest farm families by providing high-quality feed, dairy nutrition, and commodity contracting for more than 20 years. They'll feed your animals like they're their own. They're driven, curious, resourceful, and respectful. Starblends doesn't just sell feed for animals. They're in the business to help farmers improve their livelihood. For a new year and a new you, come join the Walmart distribution team. Plenty of positions to choose from. Three-day work weeks and new starting wages up to $28.50 on weekends. The Walmart distribution center also offers free tuition, quarterly bonuses, and Monday through Thursday schedules. Apply online at careers.walmart.com for freight handler or text DC25 to 474747. Get started on a new you in a new year with the Walmart distribution center. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Consumers are becoming more and more educated about their, their food, where it comes from, how it's produced, and how it's marketed. Bob Bosol here at the Northern End. 
of the world's longest barn. Keeping up with those consumer trends is a challenge because those trends are changing all the time. And Aaron, you had a chance to talk with a guy that does just that. He knows what consumers are thinking all the time. Definitely. And he is one also that doesn't think that these changes are going to stop anytime soon. Aaron Zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And at the recent Dairy Insight Summit held by PDPW, I had the chance to talk with Charlie Arnott. He's from the Center for Food Integrity. And we talked a lot about how consumer trends have changed over the years, how people are focusing a little bit more on the values behind the product than necessarily just the value. Before, he says that consumers maybe took that into account and looked at it, but maybe overlooked it when buying a per- or making a purchase in the grocery store. Now, consumers are really putting their money where their mouth is and actually making that purchase based on values that the company has, that they have, or how that food was produced. What we're seeing today, particularly with younger consumers, is that they're much more willing to put their dollars where their mouth is. Uh, They're buying products that are aligned with their values, whether that be a value of sustainability or concern about animal care, whatever it happens to be. They're actually willing to pay for those products in a way that we haven't seen historically. So it's a shift in the marketplace where consumers are willing to say, these values are important to me and I'm willing to pay for them. Historically, what we've seen is these values are, are important to me, but I'm not willing to pay for them. And that's not true with all consumers. There are still those who are very focused on value and we'll continue to shop for what's the least cost item. But we're seeing an evolution as Gen Z and millennials continue to become more dominant in the marketplace. They continue to have greater focus on purchasing around their values, not just value. And I think when we talk about, you know, purchasing around their values, a lot has to do with, you know, gaining trust in companies or producers or what have you. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, that that social trust that people need to have in the people that they're purchasing things from. Yeah, one of the things that we know the key driver for building trust is that perception of shared values. Can I count on you to do what's right? Do you share my concern for protecting the environment, making sure workers are well cared for, et cetera? And historically in agriculture, we've spent our time talking about science and data and not about our values. We've got great values. We have values that align with social expectations. We just need to do a better job of connecting and communicating those so that consumers who are looking for products that come from people who share their values know that they already have that happen when they buy from American farmers. Definitely. And, you know, I think over time, obviously, you know, the way that we connect with consumers has changed and continues to change. You know, what are some differences, I guess, that we see now that farmers need to kind of look at or farmers or processors or whoever need to look at to, you know, really meet these customers where they are? Well, first of all, we have to lean into the conversation and understand that this change is happening, whether we like the change or not. Then if, if, we, if we believe that, then we have to figure out what's strategic. And strategic means we have to engage with those consumers in a way that helps them understand that we're actually doing a better job of meeting their needs than perhaps they thought. We're minimizing emissions. We're providing safe food. We're making nutrient-dense food that they and their families can consume every day. So first is acknowledge that the, that the world has changed. We need to change with it and then engage in those conversations more. More effectively through a variety of channels. Well, and it's interesting too, you talk about, you know, things changing that way, the world's changing and how we change with it. You know, let's talk a little bit about the fact that you you talk about ESG and how, you know, before sustainability was kind of the buzzword and that's kind of what people thought about, but now it's not more than just environmental sustainability. It's, it's a lot more and it plays in, like you said, to the same bucket as some of their financial priorities as well. It absolutely does. So ESG, environment, social, and governance is now kind of the broad category, the catch all for everything that the public, 
the branded food companies and the investors are looking for. What's your impact on the environment? Are you operating in an environmentally sustainable way? What are your social priorities? Are you addressing concerns around racial justice or impact on rural communities or, or, or? And from a governance standpoint, are you committed to being transparent and making sure people see how you operate? So the list of ESG attributes continues to grow. It continues to become more complex, but they're all issues that we can't address. So it's a matter of understanding how these priorities continue to emerge, identify those that are most relevant to us, and leaning into that conversation so our voice is part of those decisions that are made by food companies and others. And now I think, you know, obviously people, a lot of people are on the same page when it comes to having environmental sustainability, those types of things. But you know, we're in a kind of a polarized world where people are have a real hard stance on certain other issues. You know, how do you see that affecting, you know, people wanting companies to take stances, but really from their side, what they think about it? Yeah, it's a great question because we are so equally divided and everything is about identity politics today. So what I choose to buy, what I choose to eat, who I choose to support all defines my identity politics. And if you're not with me, you're against me. And so it's a really challenging environment for brands to navigate as they decide to figure out which of those social issues are going to be priorities for us, how are we going to address them, and then how are we going to communicate about them. So again, I think the opportunity for agriculture is to determine how can we be a resource to those companies as they think about navigating this? How can we help them understand the information and the people and the commitment that we have so that they can lean on dairy farmers to have that conversation and to be an influence as we continue to navigate our way through this increasingly complex matrix? Well, and, and you know, I think it's interesting also that you bring up the fact that you know, I think we were kind of headed down this road to start with from a while ago, but the pandemic and 2020 kind of accelerated this all way faster than anybody thought possible. You know, how does that affect things and, and really how we need to adapt quicker to to serve the consumers. Yeah, I think that's one of the fundamental changes that we're still struggling to try and understand is the pace of change and, and how things accelerated during the pandemic. As I noted during the presentation, you know, a retailer told me that the, the, the switch to e-commerce that they expected to happen over five years happened in five months. Uh, everything is now much faster. And so we're all trying to sort through what do all these changes mean, but it's important for us to recognize that the changes have happened, they're going to continue to happen, they're going to continue to pick up speed. So how do we train, right? How do we get in shape to be more engaged in these issues as they continue to evolve and respond more quickly and more effectively? I think the other thing that goes along with having to be quick about this or having to keep moving is you mentioned also in your presentation that historically agriculture has somewhat been reactive to things rather than proactive. Let's talk about that and why it's so much more important to be proactive when looking at these issues as well. Well, decisions are made by those who are at the table. Right? And if our only response is, no, we're not going to do that, we're not invited to the table. So we have to be at the table when decisions are made about what are the requirements going to be for what farmers are going to do to protect the soil, to reduce emissions, to do whatever it happens to be. We need a seat at the table. To earn that seat at the table, we have to be viewed as credible, willing partners to engage in the conversation. So it's really important to shift from being defensive to being willing to engage and to acknowledge their opportunities for improvement. But once we're at the table, we do have the opportunity to help people understand the complexity. And if you change one thing in an interconnected system, that impacts everything. So oftentimes those who are making these decisions don't have an appreciation for how complex agricultural systems can be. So earning a seat at the table is absolutely essential, but to do that, we have to be viewed as being credible and willing to engage. And again, that's Charlie Arnott with our Aaron Zimmerman and uh, the supply chain research. Charlie very much involved in that. He has been for a long time with consumer research, as he said, what 
expected to take five years, took five months as the chain moves along. We've got some markets to get to. We're going to go to Travis. He's going to tell us what's going on at Premier Livestock over in Withy. We'll catch up with him next. Max Armstrong here. You know, it's time to start thinking about next year's crop, including fertilizer. This year, the cost and even the availability of nitrogen is on most farmers' minds. Pivot Bio created a new nitrogen, predictable in both performance and price, so farmers can be more confident. Pivot Bio Proven 40, the nitrogen that stays put, whether or not. To learn more, contact Ben Sand at 715-308-4633. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's find out reports on what's going on at the sale barns, at least Premier Livestock over in the Whippy area. Travis Parr joins us this morning. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Bob. Well, again, we're getting close to the new year and cold weather, so it's kind of nice you don't have a sale on Saturday and Sunday when it's going to be 4 and 5 degrees. That, that makes it tough in the sale barn, doesn't it? That it does, especially moving the livestock in and out of the market. So, yeah, it's a good thing we don't have a sale this week uh, on them uh, cold days. But you do have a sale today, and you've had them all week. How's it been going? We have. uh, We have uh, had sales every day this week. So, uh, good morning, everybody. This is kind of the way the livestock is sold so far here this week at Premier Livestock. We'll start out with the cow market here this morning. Them high-yielding cows this week, a little bit stronger, 51 all the way up to $71 yesterday. Most of the market cows still do trade, though, from 38 to 55 And then low-yielding cows, 37 and down. Certified organic cows, we did sell them on Monday and Tuesday. High-yielding cows this week, uh, 71 up to 113 on a big high-yielding cow on Monday. The old-yielding cows, $70 and down. Uh, fat cattle market this week, a little bit stronger. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 110 all the way up to 124.50. Low choice and select Holstein steers, 101 to 109. Choice beef steers and heifers, 112 to 125. Low choice and select beef steers and heifers, 111 and down. Choice dairy beef cross steers and heifers, 110 up to uh, 125.50. And the underfinished and mixed grading cattle, all trading from $1 and down. Bull market pretty steady this week. The high yielding bulls, 78 to 89. Pointer quality bulls, 77 and down. Most of the Holstein bull calves this week uh, do trade on a pretty steady market. 60 all the way up to 170 on uh, Monday's auction. Holstein heifer calves uh, still a little demand, 10 to 20. And the quality beef calves this week have traded from 120 all the way up to $335 on Monday. Lighting off quality calves, $20 for heading down. Uh, small dairy sale here yesterday, uh, but did have some good spring and heifers and had a few good fresh cows uh, that, uh, that did sell well. The top quality milk cows, uh, 17, uh, 1750. Good, uh, quality dairy cows from 1000 to 1675. The lower quality dairy cows, 975 and down. Top quality spring and heifers, good demand for them yesterday, 1100, all the way up to 1650. Common spring heifers, 1100 to 1650. And, uh, most of the shortbread heifers yesterday kind of did trade from about 650 up to 1100 on a few of them shortbread heifers. Uh, getting underway here today. We're going to start an hour early. Uh, 10 a.m. is where the sale is going to start today. The sheep and goat special, uh, holiday sale this week. Um, expecting four to five hundred, uh, sheep and goats here today. So if you've got, uh, got sheep and goats to consign, please get them cattle in, uh, or get them sheep and goats in early, um, so the boys can get them processed through the sale. Uh, looking ahead just into next week here real quick, uh, special, uh, feeder cattle and bread cow sale, uh, January 4th, uh, that'll be on Tuesday. Uh, and that sale starts at 11 a.m. So if you had feeders or cows to consign to that sale, please give us a call. We'd be glad to get them advertised. 
And the hay run has been pretty good, so we'll sell hay again on Wednesday at 9, 9.30 with the dairy cattle. So uh, that's kind of the way she's shaped up so far uh, this week, Bob, and just uh, taking a quick peek into the early part of next week. And uh, we'll send uh, Rocky back from vacation with you on Monday. All right. Well, I hope he survives the New Year's Eve party. Takes him a whole week to get ready for it, so hopefully he has a good one. <laughs> yeah. You have a good. Yeah, hopefully he does. Yeah, you have a good New Year's, uh, Travis. We'll talk to you in 2022. Sounds good, Bob. Thank you. There he goes. That's Travis Parr over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And again, they'll have the sale today. And uh, as far as the rest of the markets, the grain markets and the dairy markets, they're trading today because uh, they're. And they're beginning to trade tomorrow, too, on New Year's Eve day. So, again, that's all part of the plan. Let's take a look at our weather, shall we? And our weather this morning shows that, yeah, we get closer to New Year's. It's going to get cold, but not today. Well, 24, we're used to that around here. 24 and cloudy. 19 tomorrow for New Year's Eve. Cloudy skies. But then Saturday and Sunday, New Year's Day, high only about 4. And on Sunday, a high about 5, Monday, 27, and partly sunny. Doesn't look like there's going to be any snow or real precipitation to bother. A little light flurries, especially down to the south of us now. But otherwise, shouldn't be a problem getting around once we get these roads cleaned up from this mess we had the other day. It's still pretty slippery on some of those roads, a little icy spot, so be careful of black ice. So again, we're looking at uh, 24, the high today. It's 8 degrees right now. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? <laughs> I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide cinnamon, is a U.S. EPA-restricted use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get more information this morning before we get to our markets. And uh, that means we want to find out some local news. And for that, of course, Morgan McCarthy is in the newsroom. And uh, Morgan, good morning. One in seven children. Oh, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It was another pileup, but everything cleared on I-94 thanks to icy conditions yesterday morning. That multi-vehicle wreck on I-94 took hours to clean up. Crews finally opened the interstate a little before noon, a couple hours after a semi caused a chain reaction crash near the Highway 53 exit. Now, several ambulances were called, one person taken away by helicopter. That wreck comes just about a week after that massive 50-car pileup that we had had on I-94 near Black River Falls. In other headlines from our area, not exactly clear what David Lund was hoping for when he jumped into a bush while running away from police in Eau Claire on Christmas Day, but he got stuck, then got arrested on drug charges. Police say they found cocaine and a concealed weapon in his pocket, and once they got him out of the bush, they took him to jail. He's now free on $1,500 cash bond. Well, we have some more information about that weekend arson fire in Milwaukee that pushed more than 130 people out of their homes. Investigators say 19-year-old Avanta Brown told them he started the fire last Sunday because of a demonic presence in his apartment. Neighbors say he was acting strangely and then started throwing things out of his window. 
No one was hurt in that fire, but it did cause a lot of damage and force everyone out of the apartment building to try to find a new place to stay. Well, when it comes to public health, some of the advice about shortening the quarantine times and booster shots has some people scratching their heads. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky was speaking to this point recently and insists that the guidance is backed by science. This pandemic has given us a lot of new and updated science over the last two years, and it is um, my job to convey that science through those recommendations and that is exactly what we are doing previously those who tested positive for covid19 were instructed to isolate for 10 days now it's cut to five followed by five days of wearing a mask around others and on that note here locally mayo hospitals banning cloth face masks for visitors the hospital system yesterday saying those cloth masks don't provide enough protection instead they want people to wear surgical or procedural masks or those n95 masks that you see Hospital managers say people will be given a mask when they check in. And we're going to take it to the wilderness for a rare albino, kind of like a puma, but not. In fact, we're going to get some details here. The rare female species was found in a metropolitan area in the northwest part of the country. Jaguarundis are a kind of puma that are native only to North and South America. Doctors said the cub cannot be released into the wild due to its albino condition and its survival in the wild is limited. Bets are currently working around the clock to bring the cub to good health. She'll be transferred to a conservation site in the city of Medellin. I'm Mark Mayfield. And out of the jungle and here at our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy. And now you are up to date on Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Show with Bob and Jill. Thank you, Morgan, and a happy New Year. And again, tomorrow the boss said, hey, you guys don't have to come to work. So we've got New Year's Eve off, so that'll be kind of nice as uh, going to start cooling off. We'll talk about our weather. We'll talk about the markets because we've got uh, a lot of sale barn activity that uh, is going on regular schedule this week because of the fact that obviously the holiday is on a Saturday on the weekend. Jill, what else is going on in agriculture? For farmers, the winter season is also a time to update federal, state, territorial, and tribal certification plans. Because of COVID-19, the EPA has extended the deadline for pesticide applicator certification plans to November 4th of next year rather than this coming March 4th, as originally planned. The additional time will you be used to review changes in plans and give the EPA time to approve those plans and avoid any interruptions in pesticide application for next year's growing season. Yeah, enough challenges for next year's growing season already with uh, fertilizer, chemicals, seed prices, and supplies, what's available, and uh, how much is it going to cost us to get it. So again, as we've been talking, a lot of forms are coming your way. A lot of things have to be done, but you got the winter to do it in January to sit down and uh, cold day, get some of that stuff done. We're about uh, 20 minutes to 6, and we've got markets to get to. We'll check some of those numbers coming up on WAG. If you're looking for a better feeding solution for your dairy, beef, and other livestock, then you want to talk to Star Blends, a Wisconsin company that's been helping Midwest farm families by providing high-quality feed, dairy nutrition, and commodity contracting for more than 20 years. They'll feed your animals like they're their own. They're driven, curious, resourceful, and respectful. Starblends doesn't just sell feed for animals. They're in the business to help farmers improve their livelihood. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's hear what Amber has to say about from the Barron Sale Barn in their sale yesterday. 
Kalkhaus, the top 20% sold from 56 to 63.50, topping out at 67.50. 60% sold from 34 to 55, and the bottom 20% sold from 33 and down. Calves quality Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 125. Light and poor quality calves sold from 40 and down. Beef calves sold from 100 to 200. Our next sheep and goat sale is January 15th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, please contact Al. Our distributing home of Big Bear Down in Abbotsford would like to say thank you to all of their customers for their business this year. They're looking forward to seeing you again in 2022. Be sure to check out their monthly specials on all your outdoor and hunting supplies. Big Bear Down would like to wish everyone a safe and happy holiday season. Happy holidays from our distributing and Big Bear Down in Abbotsford. They keep those big bears coming on back. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 8 degrees out there at 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's hear what Scott Herman has to say about the Sparta sale from yesterday. Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of the cows 50 to 58. 60% of the cows sold from 35 to 49. And 20% of the cows sold 34 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with the high-yielding bulls 70 to 80. Canner and utility bulls 70 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers 135 to 145 with a top of 146.75. Your select choice beef steers and heifers 125 to 135. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers 115 to 125. Your choice overnight Holstein steers 112 to 120. Your choice Holstein steers 98 to 110. And the standard select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 96 and down. Replacement calves were steady with the top Holstein bull calves, 80 to 110. Your Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 50. And the beef calves, 150 to $2 with no test today. Just a reminder, next Thursday, January 6th, will be our next dairy feeder sale with dairy starting at noon, followed by feeders at 1230. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, December 29th. Happy New Year to everyone. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits like savings on select Ford trucks and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Agriculture, it's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, we're about 16 minutes before 6 o'clock, 8 degrees out there. We'll get about 24 and cloudy, but again, when we get to New Year's Day, it's only going to be about 4 above. Let's get more markets as we head over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald, Father Time, is with us this morning. Hello, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Yeah, we're <laughs> down 2021 here, and uh, certainly everybody's got uh, their expectations for 2022, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, anyway, the uh, kind of a decent day in the 20s today, two cold days, and I was looking at some weather forecasts. Uh, what is it, Tuesday or Wednesday next week? We're approaching 30, so it's winter, though. So. Oh, absolutely. Are you going to stay up tonight and watch the Badgers play football? Uh, starts at 9.30, doesn't it? <laughs> That's the problem. It starts at 9.30 at night. Boy, I'll tell you, 
If I don't get a nap, I don't know if I'll be up for the kickoff. Well, at 9.30, like I say, I might be uh, terrible by 20 to 10, I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's a, a lot of bowl game. Hopefully, uh, you keep your fingers crossed that they don't cancel them. And, you know, it's uh, it's been tough out there to keep things alive. But uh, we're, we're making it through, and hopefully the Badgers will be able to play the game, and hopefully they'll be able to play the game uh, better than they have a few times this year. So... That's tonight, but uh, again, we I watched the Minnesota game the other day, and, and I tell you, this B.J. Fleck over there at Minnesota, their coach, I, I'm not a big fan of his. You know, he's he's on one end of the spectrum of, uh, you know, wild and crazy and hype and all this stuff. Paul Chris, the Badger coach, is on the other end. I mean, he's just a flatliner, so somewhere in between. But I like the way this guy, this Fleck, went into that game. He took his team... And they played in, uh, where did they play? I think they were in Phoenix. But they uh, went out there to enjoy it and celebrate that they were in a bowl game. And he let one of his offensive linemen, a big kid, biggest kid in college football, he's 6'9 and about 360-some pounds, and he put him in the backfield. Like, uh, remember in the Super Bowl when Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown? He let this, yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that was 1985. He let this guy do the same thing. And you never seen so much uh, ah, fun. Everybody was jumping on this guy. He's like a man mountain. Jumping on him, and he had a smile from face to face. Let him score a touchdown. And I think that's great stuff. I really I really enjoyed seeing that. So uh, congratulate Minnesota won the game, too. So congratulations. We'll see how the Badgers do tonight. Well, I better uh, shut up and let you go to work here because uh, we're not done selling yet this week, are we? No, we're not. we got one more day to go today, but we'll better recap yesterday. Bob, again, I thank you, and a good morning to everyone. <coughs> Excuse me. From yesterday, uh, Wednesday here at Equity Stratford, and we'll start out with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, most of the beef steers yesterday were on the heavier category, and they were selling mostly from a dollar eight to a dollar twenty-nine. The peppers yesterday mostly from a dollar to a dollar twenty-four. On the Holsteins uh, yesterday, lightweight Holsteins mostly from eighty-eight to one hundred six. Holstein feeder steers from 82 to 109. Now we'll get into the market portion of the auction yesterday on the market cows. Uh, steady trend on the cows, maybe a little bit better on the higher yielding cows. Higher yielding fleshier Holstein cows yesterday were selling from 55 to 67. Uh, we did extreme top yesterday, a lot of good quality high yielding beef cows all the way up to 78 and a half on those. And that those prices are strictly on beef cows. Uh, most of your cows, your average Holstein cows, are selling from 40 to 54. Thinner cows, plainer cows, below the $40 money. On the bull trade this week, better quality bulls, 70 to 85, with the lightweights below 70. Fat cattle yesterday, choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 90 to 113. Choice and strictly prime Holsteins from 114 to 120. Select grading cattle, 90 and below. The calf market, uh, Calves weighing 9,230 pounds, mostly from 50 and 40. Calves 20 and below, very limited demand on those. Beef calves, 150 to 300. And like I said at the top, we do have a sale today here at Equity Stratford, final sale of 2021. Start this morning at 11 o'clock. Market auction today with market cows, fat cattle, bulls. We'll get to those baby calves on the noon hours. So again, that's our wrapper up uh, for this year. Today, Will, and... uh, had mentioned, Bob, that you're not going to be uh, around tomorrow morning? No, I'll be around. I'll be around my pillow. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of what I meant. I'm... <laughs> yeah. So uh, you have a happy new year, Jared. We'll uh, talk to you in 2022. 
Sounds real good. And for all the folks out there, probably won't be on the air tomorrow, so a very happy new year to all the wonderful folks out there that, uh, that are up at this hour feed in America. And uh, hopefully, like I said, 2022 will be a little bit more on an even keel. We can get back to normal, whatever that is. Again, Bob, you and the staff at Wax, happy new year. And again, we'll talk to you next year. Very good. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. As we're 11 minutes now before 6 o'clock, and again, a pretty decent day today. It'll be kind of cloudy, and we'll have a high about 24. A few places having some snow flurries, but I don't think there's any a big accumulation in any place. Just be careful. There's still a little black ice out there. In 2020, one in seven children experienced abuse and neglect. Sadly, 60% did not receive the treatment they needed. Become a lifeline. When you donate your vehicle to Rawhide Youth Services, you will provide critical mental health care to boys in our residential program and youth in our counseling and equine therapy centers in your community. Donate today at rawhide.org lifeline, and you'll be entered to win a trip or a $2,500 gift card. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More markets as we, again, uh, wrap up this year, the market activity. We go to Thorpe, and that's where Michelle is, over Treen Livestock, just north of town there on 73. Well, did you have a big blowout for the last sale of the year last night? Served uh, all kinds of fancy hors d'oeuvres and stuff to the gang that were there? I had cookies and stuff, nothing too much, but yeah, yeah, finishing up those Christmas cookies, you know? Before they get stale, get rid of them, let all those other guys <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're not stale. They're nice and fresh. Still. Oh, really? what, what, but, did you, you know. what did you serve? Do you do you make a lot of uh, Christmas because uh, you know the cutouts and uh, one of those kind of yeah, peanut butter the... cookies with the chocolate mm-hmm. Hershey Kisses in them and all those. Yeah, I do all those. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. good for you. And you shared them with the with the troops last night, huh? I did, but it doesn't take long. Oh, you know, say. it's like. <laughs> Yeah, they you can put some them out there. They but... get some of their paws on them, and a lot of them will go at once, that's for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Well, no let's uh, let's get to it. How'd this last sale of 2021 go last night? All right. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, December 29th at Tureen Livestock Market. In the Slaughter Market, we topped at 67 with a consignment by B&D Farms of Greenwood. 80% of the cows sold from 38 and above. Market cows were 53 to 65 Low-yielding cows, 40 to 53, thin and weak cows, 39 and lower. For beef-type steers and heifers, choice 108 to 124, selects were 104 and lower. In the low market, high-yielding beef types came in at 68 to 78, with the utilities at 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from 65 to $100 per head. We topped at 105 with a consignment by Jason Zimmerman of Thorpe. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $20 per head. Beef, beef cross calves, 80 to 265 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 40 to 57. Sows were 50 to 63. Boars were 20 and down. Our next show will be Monday, January 3rd. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Tureen Livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a safe and happy new year. And you, too. You got big plans or you're staying home? Staying home. But, you know, I'm just thinking so you it's kinda, are it's leaving. Like, I know it. 
So you're going to have an open house? Do you want people just to drop in and have a cocktail? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, just, I, I just love how you pick the most opportune times to go to warmer weather. It's going to be cold and you're leaving. How nice. Yeah, well, I got to get out of here. Man, my old bones got to be warmed up a little bit. Sounds like this was planned last week, though. Pretty darn good, I got to say. Yeah, it's going to be four degrees. It'll be four degrees when I leave. It'll be 84 when I land. How do you like that? Hey, enjoy it. We'll do our <laughs> That's all best. I can say. You guys have a happy new year. You too. Have a safe trip. There she goes. That is Michelle over Tree Livestock in Thorpe. Again, eight degrees right now. Yeah, four is going to be the high on New Year's Day, five on Sunday. Let's get uh, one more sale barn report, shall we? We'll go over to Zombrota and check in with Kelsey and see what happened there. Fed beef steers were at 131.5 to 142, with a mixed grading of 120 to 131. Fed beef heifers, choice and prime, range from 131 to 144.5, with a mixed grading of 70 to 131. Holstein steers, choice and prime, were at 111 to 121.5, with select and choice at 72 to 110. Market cows brought mostly 42 to 55, with the high-yielding cows at 55.5 to 83.5, and the thin chelly cows at 20 to 41. Market bulls range from 40 to 96. Feeder pigs 50 to 60 pounds brought 45 to $50 per head. 60 to 80 pounds were at 45 to $55 per head. New crop fed lambs range from 225 to 227 and a half. Old crop fed lambs were at 215. Feeder lambs range from 220 to four dollars. The utility and good use were at 150 to 220, with the thin and call use at 30. Thank you, Kelsey. Kelsey Dara from over there at Zumbroda. LS Tractor. Now you can do more for less with legendary LS Tractor reliability from Synergy Cooperative. More standard features, more capacity, and more operator comfort. LS Tractors even offers cab tractors perfect for winter. Stay warm, cozy, and comfortable in your own cab tractor from Synergy Cooperative. They have all the implements and attachments you need to get tasks completed. Stop by Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland and join the growing LS Tractor family today. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Cooperative. And the rest of our markets brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. And Jill, take us through the grain and dairy and every place else we have to go. All right. The Board of Trade March contracts. Corn was at 603, down two. Oats, 687, down eight. Soybeans, down 13 at 13.55. With our soybean meal at 404.50, down 370 a ton. With our wheat up two at 790. Our elevator prices at Wheat and Grain Service in Chippewa Falls, corn was at five forty eight, soybeans twelve seventy nine. Connorsville location was at five forty eight for corn, with seven with twelve seventy four for soybeans. Doomer's Grain Super Service of Holman and Buck Country of Arcadia, corn is at five thirty eight, with soybeans at twelve fifty eight. Uh Golden Plump out of Arcadia is at 538 for corn. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek are at 543 for corn. With Baldwin, 
Durand and Elmwood at twelve eighty four for soybeans. Mondovi at twelve seventy four for soybeans. Fall Creek twelve sixty four for soybeans. Osseo at five fifty three for corn. Twelve seventy four for soybeans. Stevens Point twelve fifty nine for soybeans. Elk Mound five fifty one for corn. Twelve seventy two for soybeans. Sparta five fifty six and twelve sixty one. Ellsworth. 535 and 1264. Our ethanol plants, Boyceville is at 573. Stanley, 548. New Richmond, 543. And our dairy markets, cheese barrels are 169, up five and three fourths. Our 40 pound blocks are up two at 195. Our butter is at 243 and a quarter, up three and a quarter. And our class three futures for milk, December eighteen forty two up a penny, January twelve twenty oh one up six, February up fifteen at twelve forty five, March twelve forty five up fourteen, and April twenty twenty one up seventeen with mixed prices through next fall. Very good, Synergy Co-op bringing us our markets this morning. You ready to fly this ship while I'm gone for a while? I'm going to do my best. I know you will. You'll do just fine. So uh, Jill will be in charge while I'm taking a, a little bit of a vacation, and uh, she will do just fine. And Happy New Year. As we look at today, 24 and cloudy. New Year's Day, high about 4. Sunday, high about 5. And again, right now, it's 8 degrees out there. Wax 104.5.